Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. I am so excited to have my first guest on of the new and revamped podcast being Guilt-Free Goals. And we've been talking a lot on this podcast lately about habits and goal setting and a lot of the doing, doing, doing. And now I want to balance it out by talking more about rest because that's exactly what Guilt-Free Goals is all about. It's balancing that doing and your goals with flow and rest so that you can find more joy in your life. And this is the perfect podcast host to be, um, or the perfect podcast guest to be on and talking about this. So I'm really excited to announce that Jordan Manny is going to be joining us. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how are you doing? Great. So why don't you tell us about what you do and why you're so qualified to tell us all about rest? Thank you. Okay. So I am Jordan Maney, uh, the radical joy coach. I help creative business owners. I always say bleeding heart, creative business owners learn to rest and build social impact. You may think that those two things are not related, but I promise you that they absolutely are. I feel that I am qualified to talk about rest because I understand one, the process that oppression has on our um, feeling and ability to get it, as well as the toll that mental health issues can often take in requiring us to literally rest. Um, So we could go down the whole gamut of that. (laughs) I have no problem talking about that. But yeah, I love talking about rest. I'm always here to talk about rest and creating rest practices. Thank you. I'm so excited to get into this topic of rest because we were just talking about before we hopped on this that I'm the part of my flow cycle where I need more rest. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely a great topic to be diving into today. So we're going to be talking more about like the different types of rest, what types of rest we feel are seriously lacking in society, and then more about how to balance out your work with rest and what to do when you feel like you just have to rest, but you really like can't fully relax. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to dive into all these topics. Thanks for joining us, Jordan. Let's get started. (laughs) Do it. Welcome to the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. I'm Amira, your podcast host and the author of Guilt-Free Goals. This podcast is all about finding balance between your goals, rest, and flow. I want you to explore new ways of reaching old goals by showing up imperfectly and creating sustainable action towards your dream self. Are you ready? Let's get you closer to your joy one small step at a time. So Jordan, let's dive right in. What is rest to you? And why is it important to have rest while you're on this journey towards reaching your dreams? Oh, this is such a good question. (laughs) That's a good question. Okay. The way that I define rest, it is the time, energy, and attention you return to yourself. And it's really the most necessary form of nourishment that you need, right? The same way that you need to eat to fuel yourself through the day, you need to rest to fuel yourself through all of your days. It's important to have when it comes to taking steps towards your dreams. I even have a little sticky here that says rest so you can dream (laughs) Um, as a reminder. It's really important because think of Think of primary school, whenever you learn something new, you had recess or you had summer vacation or winter uh, break or whatever. You had the end of the day to kind of like 
at least get some, a bit of a break before you went into homework. If you did any type of sport, dance, extracurricular activity, you had drills, but then you had time off. You need, when it comes to building a habit, chasing your dreams, um, going after a goal, rest is as much a necessity as the work that you do towards it. They go together. Um, we're usually told that they don't and we separate them out, but they're, they're on the same playing field with each other. I love the comparison between school and where we are right now working towards our dreams because we are brought up to be on that school schedule. And school really teaches us a lot, not only of rest, um, but all, a lot about like how we flow through seasons, right? And rest has a lot to do with that too. We start school in September because we have motivation then, but you're so right. Like that summer period, we had rest and we had rest like every day through school. So I love, love that comparison. And um, also when you're younger, you take a nap. <laughs> you yeah. take a nap time in the day. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and when parents knew we were like cranky, they'd be like, you're just tired, like take a nap. And we were encouraged to do that. But when we're older, it's like, no, you can't do that. You have to work and do all these things. And then that mindset, just, yeah, that mindset just messes with us. So I love that. Um, yeah. And I often do talk about rest on the podcast and have before, but what I knew it as was the four types of rest. And I know you talk about how I think there's seven or eight different types of rest. So can you share with us all the different types of rest and why we need all those different types? Yes. Okay. So according to Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, who's an author and researcher and has researched rest, she came up with seven definitive types of rest. So there's social, sensory, mental, physical, creative, spiritual, and I always miss one, creative, spiritual, mental, physical, social, they'll come back to me, but there are seven types of rest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the one that I'm forgetting is the one that I need right now. Um, there are seven types and it's so important when you see the breakdown to realize, oh my gosh, at any given time, my first therapist said this to me, and I just live and abide by it right now forever. She said, your energy, your physical, emotional, and mental energy all comes from the same bucket. So you may have had a day that was incredibly physically taxing, or you may have had a day that was incredibly mentally taxing. And you're wondering, I don't get to feel tired. What's wrong with me? It kind of goes back into those seven different, different types, excuse me, um, because you need all of them. They all play a part. And on some days you'll need more of one than the other, but it's important to understand, oh, it's not just physical rest of going to bed and taking a nap. It might be creative rest. I might need um, a social rest. I might need sensory rest, especially if you're dealing with any type of uh, mental health issues, sometimes you can get really overwhelmed. <laughs> the senses can get very overwhelmed. So it's important to be able to understand one, those types, but also what those types look like for you. So you can begin to build habits and practices around that to support you. Yeah, I love that. And it's so true. Like sometimes we 
you know, we need a nap and that fulfills our rest. But sometimes we take that nap and we take that extra sleep and we still feel tired. And I think that's where we have to realize, like, there are many different types of rest and we need to fill our cup in different ways. So I, that is just a great way of looking at it to not only just look at physical rest or like even just sensory rest. Like I'm, I'm even curious, like how can I be getting more like social rest and creative rest? Just hearing those. Yeah. Um, that's, I love, I have to do my own research on these seven types now and create my own, I think, inventory of like yeah. what does different types of rest look like for me? So that is great. Um, yeah. And out of like all of those, or maybe not even from the types, which form of rest do you think we are like seriously lacking as a society? Where can we get more rest? I know everything. <laughs> Such a good question. And I just, I double checked the seventh type of rest is emotional. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So honestly, I feel like we're just now getting to a place of having conversations about rest starting to contextualize it beside physical rest we're having like conversations around mental health and mental rest honestly I think with a pandemic we've had some social rest (laughs) yeah we have (laughs) uh my favorite and the one that I often return to in terms of practices is creative rest So I specifically talk to, like I said earlier, bleeding heart creative business owners, because oftentimes we are taking our passions, our creative passions and turning it into a business, but then it doesn't feel, we don't get that same creative flow like we used to anymore. And we have to find practices that still support that level of creativity. I think when you're younger, we draw, we do finger painting. Um, You had a recess, you could uh, put chalk on the sidewalk. There's all these different types of creative expression that was allowed to us, Uh, uh, not allowed to us, that was available to us. And as we get older, it becomes, well, I don't have the time. Or that, how would people, what would people think about me if I did this? Finding those ways, whatever that looks like, creative rest can look like, a walk, whatever fuels your creative, your creativity, I should say, find it, love it, practice it and talk about it. Because I think that's how we dream. I think that's how we strategize. I think that's how we come up with better solutions to social ills, problems and injustices. I think that's how we better connect with each other. So I would definitely say creative rest. I agree on that one. I think even in the past year, introducing morning pages where I write every day has been a game changer. And I think that was one of the forms of rest that I was like seriously lacking because it always felt, you know, like, oh, it's not productive to be creative. And then (laughs) you get into your head and that's where rest really falls apart is when we think it has to look and feel a certain way. Whereas sometimes resting is doing absolutely nothing. Sometimes mm-hmm. resting is like, oh, I'm going to do something. I'm going to draw. I'm going to fill my cup in this new way. And yeah, we really have to open our eyes to seeing rest as all these different types and using creative rest, I think, as a society is really important. We don't feel our creativity enough. <laughs> we don't. And I also think one of the things that helps 
people ease into rest practices is recognizing that there doesn't have to be a goal or outcome tied to the process of rest. It doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm going to rest for 30 minutes and then this will happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We need like unstructured rest. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So you work with creative entrepreneurs, correct? And business owners. Um, So I know like me being a creative entrepreneur as well, we feel this pressure or this guilt to be productive, to do like the work that drives money to our business, right? How do we balance out that like guilt that I have to do this work, I have to be productive versus like, oh no, I need to rest. How do we balance out that work, work, no, creative rest balance? Yeah. So one of my favorite things to say is that I don't believe in balance, but I do believe in harmony. Love that. Spend a lot of time. Okay, well, I have to have equal amount of time resting, and then equal amount of time of being productive, and equal amount of time um, in my personal relationships, and equal amount. There's just no. (laughs) This is not going to happen on any given day. So how do you create that flow, that harmony, um, where things are working together and relationship with one another versus it just being balanced? I think the first thing that you really have to do in order to balance out that, or kind of just get rid of that pressure. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta, oh my God, I gotta work. I gotta work, I gotta be working, I gotta be working, or I have to be seen working, is really getting clear on what your goals are. Are you trying to build a business that scales very quickly? Are you trying to build a business um, where you're capitalizing on a specific market or idea right now that you know is going to be hot for five years and you want to work, 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 grind, grind, grind. Okay, that's fine. That's available to you. Are you trying to build a brick and mortar business in your local community that's available to people? Like figuring out what your goals are will help you figure out essentially the personality you need to have in your business. Like what your work ethic and what your rest ethic can be and what it should be, if that makes sense. So if you want to have a business that connects to a lot of people, you're being very present, any type of coaching, you're being very present, um, you're facilitating things, you're coaching, you're teaching, you're educating, any of those types of things, you need a considerable amount of rest to be able to do that well. Yeah, totally. And I think note to all business owners, you know, how on your business page, you have your business ethics. I think we need to start adding in our rest and our boundary ethics. hundred percent. Because we have a 24 seven news cycle. I love social media. It connects us. It makes a huge world feel very small. Right. But there's this hyper availability that we think like, oh my God, I got to be, I have to be responsive to everything versus being, instead of being hyper responsive, being responsive and thorough. Yeah. Taking your time being like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like the whole quality over quantity. Yeah. 100%. So if you're feeling that pressure, like, oh my God, I got to be working. I think that's the perfect time. The most inconvenient time (laughs) 
but the perfect time to rest is when your brain is highly overwhelmed. You're feeling like you do not have the availability to do it, but you need to, because you need to get a crystal clear picture of one, what's going on in your business, what type of business you're trying to build, the goals that you have to get there and what rest will support that. Yeah. Because when you're in flow and you're just like, ah, I got it. I want to do it. It's so important to take breaks. Um, and I will, I'll share my favorite tool in a little bit to help with that. But yeah, Sounds you got right. to get clear on where you're going before you can, oh my God, I got to, I got to work, 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 work. What's the, think of rest as your fuel, right? Mm-hmm. You're driving towards your goal. You can't be driving. You got to stop at some point. Yeah. You got to pull over at some point, either charge it or fill it up, but you need that time. Totally. I a hundred percent agree. And it's, it's almost like the hardest time to like, know that you need rest to actually Mm -hmm. take it when you're like feeling overwhelmed. I think that's a note that we all need to take is that when you feel that overwhelm, step back. And I like the idea of looking at that bigger picture. I talk a lot about like figuring out what your dream self is and how you can know where you're going, because then you know what rest you need as well. It's not just about resting right now, but it's like in the bigger picture, you know, you're working on this big project. You're going to be going, going, going. What does rest look like after this big project is done? And I call it like, what is your exit strategy? Because we know we'll have hustle periods in our life. What is the exit strategy? How do you step out of that to rest? Is there going to be like a big, long vacation? Like, what will you do after to treat yourself and to make all of it worth it and feel good for you? Not just for your customers, but also for you. Um, and I love that idea that balances harmony because I always say I'm like balance is not symmetry. We don't balance in symmetrical ways. Balance is actually often find in asymmetry, which is, I, I love that idea of not being perfectly balanced because there is no perfection. Exactly. Yeah. So I know we got into this a bit here, but what do you recommend when you know you like have to rest? Like you feel that urge, you feel your body coming down with something, you're just, you're overwhelmed, but you have to rest, but you don't feel like you could fully relax. Like even if you took the rest, I think yeah. you call it half resting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do to actually allow yourself to relax? So, okay. I love this so much because in 2018, when you're talking earlier about like, what qualifies you to talk about rest? 2018, I had both a breakdown and a breakthrough in terms of my business. I was hyper available. I had no boundaries. I was doing so much work for clients, not nourishing myself at all. Like my body was on the edge of true breakdown. My brain was on the edge of it as well. And I felt like, oh my God, I just, I just have to keep going, 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 keep going. And then eventually your body's like, but sit down, sit down. Like your, because your body will tell you before your brain will that something's up. Right. Totally. You feel like, oh my God, I can't. My favorite recommendation, it's going to sound very silly. This is my favorite recommendation. If you are neurodivergent, if you are just starting out your rest practice, if you um, have any guilt or shame around resting, because that's also a thing, my favorite thing to use is this thing called the time timer. Um, This was, I think, built from parents who had uh, kids who were ADHD and they wanted to help them conceptualize time. Mm 
And so when you turn it, right, this is like for an hour. If I have a 30 minute task, I can see like the 30 minutes and it like clocks down, right? Yeah. So for everyone listening, it's a clock and it'll actually show the time that you're like, it shows it ticking backwards, which is cool. Yeah. It kind of looks like a pie chart when you adjust it. Um, Jack, Jake Knapp, and I can't remember the other person's name, but they were designers at Google and they came up with like design sprints and worked with time timer. And they love this stuff too. I do the same thing for rest sprints, right? When you need to, when you need to rest right now, but you are feeling that resistance because you think it needs to be like a three week thing which it probably needs to be, but you don't have that right <laughs> now, right? Yeah. Maybe you just have three minutes. My favorite, my favorite thing is to pull up my time timer when I'm feeling overwhelmed, put 10 minutes on the, on the clock and be like, okay, I'm going to go and get in my skates. I'm going to go lay in my little nap section of my room and do some deep breathing. I'm going to journal for 10 minutes. Whatever it is that I know that I need will help me feel nourished and fueled up and ready to go again. I pull that out. Um, the reason I think it's so helpful is because you see the time ticking away. So it doesn't stress you out because it's not like a unstructured set of time. It's not like going to go on forever. You know, it's like, okay, let me get the most out of what I can do in these 10 minutes. Even if it's just sitting and breathing, that's fine too. But yeah, I love using it. I think it's really helpful when you're starting or if you get overwhelmed at the thought of just resting forever, give yourself 10 minutes on the time timer. It'll go off. It'll make a little noise. And then you can kind of get back into flow with other things. Yeah, that is a great suggestion because when I think of it, I'm like, we need anchors, right? We need something that reminds us that it's okay to check out for a little bit. It's okay to relax. And like having those visual cues and using our environment, like even using a timer is so helpful because you have that anchor to be like, okay, I can relax. I can fully relax right now. So that is a great suggestion Um, for anyone listening. What's it called again? Time timer? Yeah. Time timer. Cool. I think it's timetimer.com. You can go ahead and grab one. I love them. Cool. Yeah. And there are other timers that you can get too, like those egg timers, get one mm-hmm. that you love. That's fun. Make it restful for you to look at. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that. So last question, what advice do you have for the audience for including rest in their schedule? So if they're like planning their month ahead or like planning a big project, how can they include rest in the plan? So one of my, you don't have to read the book. I'm just going to give you the (laughs) over it. it. (laughs) I think it's called the compound effect. I loved this book because of some of the micro insights that the author had in it. But basically he talked about bookending your day because you can control how you start your day. You can control how you end your day, but everything in between is kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's jazz. You're, you're improvising sometimes. Yeah. Um, so if you're trying to figure out ways to get rest in your schedule, maybe taking a midday nap can seem like that's just impossible. Not going to happen. If you can find a way to build in restful activities into how you start your day and how you end your day, 
leaps and bounds ahead of the crowd. It will help. It will help clarify so much in your life. You get up a little early and maybe you do some yoga or maybe you do um, some of the, what is it called again? The, the journaling pages, morning pages. You do some yeah. morning pages. If you decide that you want to take a walk with your dog, whatever it is that's restful for you, if you want to paint and, and practice your watercolors, if you give yourself just like 30 minutes at the beginning yeah. of the day and 30 minutes at the end of the day, incorporate that into the routines that you already have. So you kind of have those natural cues and it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like, oh my God, I'm reorganizing my entire life. <laughs> so, so helpful. And also during the day, using your phone, using your, uh, your, your alarms and your calendar to put in breaks, <laughs> please yeah. put in a break, put in at least one. If you were working a regular job, they would give you a 30 minute or hour lunch, right? right? Mm -hmm. Please put that in your schedule. <laughs> Please put that on your schedule. Give yourself, you know, another 15 minutes every few hours just to get up. Um, I have a dog, so it's great to like go take her outside, yeah. or go walk around the block, hydrate, get a snack, whatever. But definitely build those practices in your in your morning routine and your evening routine. And then also make sure you just give yourself, I mean, on a figurative level and a literal level, give yourself a break. Yeah. <laughs> Your day. <laughs> I love to hear that. I'm like, I know I'm on such the right track where I'm having these morning rituals and these evening rituals. And I've recently been hearing a lot of people talk about, no, you need your lunch break too. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I'll just work. Like I have the flow, but yeah, the more and more I hear it, I'm like, I definitely need a lunch break. I, this is yeah. so important because yeah, you're right. If we work like long days, if we're at an office or even if we were working shift work, like you get those breaks and you need them because the brain just gets depleted, right? We need to fill up back our own cup. Um, yeah, so I love that. Any other things you wanna share about rest? I've been learning so much just listening. <laughs> you said something earlier and I was like, oh, I wanna come back to this. Um, when you are either, you know, you have a launch coming up and you plan for vacation after or you spent the weekend resting and Monday comes by and you still don't feel rested. One of the things that I want people to recognize when they're coming, they're new to this whole rest practice work, they're new to resting in general. If you think of it like a, a reservoir, right? Like it's not filled with water. <laughs> it needs to be filled with water, but it's not filled with water. And maybe you put like a drop in every two weeks when you let yourself rest, or like maybe you got six hours of sleep last night, maybe you did something fun and creative two months ago, you're putting in drops when you need to put in like dams, <laughs> you need to have like yeah. full raging rivers filling this thing up so that it can flow out. Not feeling rested after a weekend, if you're not feeling rested after a week, whatever length of time where you think you should feel rested by now. That's really a sign that there needs to be some daily work incorporated, some daily rest practices incorporated, and that you need more time and that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it can feel very disorienting 
when you're like, okay, but I thought I should, I thought I was supposed to be rested by now. And you're not, that's fine. You need more. You're just now coming to this after how many years of not doing this for yourself, right? It's going to take time compounds like interest, but you'll get there. Yeah. And I think that reminder needs to be said like over and over and over again, you need more time and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with needing time. And Mm -hmm. I, I think we often get pushed into this idea from social media, from society, like we're behind, we're too far ahead. Like we're too Mm -hmm. far behind. We're not in the right place. We just never feel like we're in the right exact place, even though we are. If yeah. you in your rest, in your work, wherever you are, you're right where you need to be. And yeah, we all need to give ourselves the grace of you mm-hmm. need rest. That's okay. Take it. I love it. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. I promise you it's okay. Yeah. And everything I like to remind like my clients, like everything will get done. Even if it's not on schedule, it will mm-hmm. all get done. Or if it doesn't, it was meant to not get done, you know? <laughs> Exactly. That's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) So for everyone listening, how can my audience find you? How can they work with you? I know you have a podcast. What's your podcast called? Okay. So you can, if you go to jordanmaney.com, J-O-R-D-A-N-M-A-N-E-Y.com, you can find out more about me. If you want to work with me, I have this one-on-one strategy hour called a rest lab, where we do a full audit of the rest you're not getting in your life and helping you build um, those practices for the life that you have right now. Um, You can find my podcast, The Just Joy with Jordan on... um, what is it called? iTunes. Is it iTunes? I'm an Android girl, obviously. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. There you go. I want Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, and Stitcher. Also on cool. Stitcher. Um, so you can find me pretty much everywhere for the podcast. But I would highly suggest if you want to work with me, get in on one of these rest labs so that we can audit that rest and get you rested. Yes. So if you need rest, if you're a business owner, if you're a creative entrepreneur, or even if you're just like working your everyday job and you need rest, Jordan is definitely the person to go to and she will make you feel so ready to rest. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you and so grateful for our conversation about rest. You have taught me so much. And even just listening to this, I'm like, you know what? My goal for March needs to be more around rest. (laughs) So I love Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you for inspiring me and everyone listening. Thank you so much. I so appreciate the platform, the opportunity and like your work is so amazing. You are so amazing. (laughs) And I know that your audience is equally as amazing for being around you, listening and getting to work with you. Thank you. And we will try and put all of those show notes and anything we talked about as much as I can get, we will put it in the caption or the comments of this podcast episode. So you can find Jordan's info there and her website and her podcast. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. Bye. See everyone next Tuesday. I'm so grateful for you tuning into this week's episode of the Guilt-Free Goals podcast. Ready for more? Download your free dream self-workbook from guiltfreegoals.com to get started in achieving your goals. 
You can find different supports in reaching your goals through my website and my Instagram at guiltfreegoals. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take two minutes now to leave a review or share it with a friend. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to invest in your dreams guilt-free. If you're listening to this in real time, I'll see you next week. And if not, get ready to binge the next episode.